Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams, so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... Josh Widdicombe. Dot, <laughs> What did you call you, Dot? Not the best effort we've had, is it? Dot, Dot Widdicombe. <laughs> oh, you're in, you've gone in today. Not the best we've had, is it? <laughs> Sorry, you sound like you're in a script meeting for the last leg. <laughs> Not the best we've had, is it, Alex and Adam? <laughs> Come on. Ten years I've been doing this and they're sewing up this shit. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, how are you, Joshua? I'm... All right. You're all right. I'd say Saturday was a low day in my life. All right. Okay. What happened? Yeah. Last leg on Friday night, obviously. Yeah. I, I went into last leg feeling Finishes great. late, doesn't it? They finished, that was like a late it one. Finishes, you finish recording at probably five past 11, 10 past 11. Is it even later this week as well? Because of England. Next, the, the one coming on this Friday, yeah. we finish recording at midnight. <laughs> Fuck my life. I did a... Uh... <laughs> A late show, Peter Crouch's Euro show, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it started at 11pm. And I sat there and Tony Adams had said nothing for the previous, like, two hours. And live yeah. on telly, he just didn't shut up. And I just sort of sat there going, I'm just going to let Tony Adams talk. Well, you're an Arsenal fan. I was like, why? All I could think, Tony Adams was there talking about captain in England at the Euros on a Euro show. And I just thought, if I was watching on telly and I, and I saw a comedian that was me interrupt yeah. him, I'd be furious. Yeah. So <laughs> then I just, you know, listened to him, 600 caps, played with Kenny Sampson and Ashley Cole, just reeling off his CV. But yeah, it's too, it's too late to function. Too late to function. That sounds like an album. <laughs> <laughs> it is too late, though. It's too late. Well, I saw a tweet. He's got four kids, two of them sleeping in his fucking bed. <laughs> he stayed for a drink after, though. I think he's tapped out of mornings while he's filming that show. But I stayed for a drink after the last leg. But So I, I'm allowed to have a drink in my dressing room. There's no green room. So <laughs> bleak as fuck. So you sit on your own drinking beer? No, because um, I can have a maximum of three people in my dressing room. So I kind of... I take guests like the Queen. <laughs> like, so, you know, I'll have a, a few people just pop who, in. Who's for... in, who in your room then? Who makes the cut? Who makes the Widdicombe cut? 
Well, it kind of is a rotating cast because it's a one in one out system. It's <laughs> oh, like a nightclub. You're like Ocean Beach. Yeah, exactly. Apart from I'm open. But. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Slam. Sorry. Sorry. It's just Wayne's Instagram does dominate my life sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so come off. Um, can I just ask? I did have a question. Did you sit in silence with Tony Adams for two hours watching the football? Well, yeah, no, basically, no, he wasn't in silence, but he was quite, he's, he's a bit deaf, so he, he wasn't really chatting much and stuff. And then, like, I, it was really awkward in the makeup room. I sort of said, oh, Tony, um, me and my brother had a massive fight once because of you. He went, all oh, right. I went, yeah, because when you scored that goal against Everton and won us, you know, pathetic little Arsenal yeah, fan. Like, and when that, you meet a footballer, that's what you got to do, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, but it's just awful. I did it when I met Ian Ryan. He said, it's pathetic. And I was like, oh, yeah, when you scored that goal against Everton and Steve Bold chipped it through and you volleyed it in the corner and you can literally see him going, what goal? And trying to remember yeah. it, and I'm like, and then I was like, and then my, I recorded it, and my my brother recorded over the VHS, and we had an argument, and he went, oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, and I was like, oh no, oh god, but he, he just couldn't hear me, he couldn't hear me. Um, oh, but anyway, it's, it's when a, you it's, meet a footballer, I just go to my brother told me yesterday that when he he saw Alan Shearer in a hotel, yeah, went up to him, panicked, and just said, thanks for the goals. <laughs> It's a pathetic thing to say to a footballer. That, it sounds like if you, you know, like California man, and you're trying to get someone to come into society again. Yeah. It's like what an alien would panic say to a footballer. <laughs> or like if you ask me to go and say something to somebody, you know, you no know horse dancing was um, dressage. Dressage, yeah. Right. If you said to me that is the greatest ever dressage person, go and say how much yeah. you like them. I, I would just be like, oh, great horse movement. Yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the great great movement of the horse. I mean, yeah. Clueless. Thanks for the dives, Tom Daly. But your brother's a big football fan. Yeah, but I just think when you say see Sheary, like I get overawed. Who have I got overawed? But like I once met Steve Coogan in the gym, and my voice went because I was so oh, I was in so intimidated. Gym. The worst one I've had. Well, not the worst, but like. I was obsessed with Alan Davis growing up, right? I loved mm. his stand-up. I loved Jonathan Creek. And I remember when I first started doing a bit of telly and stuff, and then I was going to the football, and I, I, Alan Davis was next to me. He went, oh, hello, Rob. How's it going? I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Jonathan Creek's talking to me. He went, oh, what was you being funny on the other day? I was like, oh, my God, he's seen me on the telly. <laughs> and I, I, it was pathetic, and I panicked so hard because it was like the person that I loved the most growing up was talking to yeah. me. And then it was so funny that... After he went, the bloke I was supposed to be meeting outside the train station was stood behind me and I was stood on his foot the whole time. And I went, well, why didn't you tell me I was stood on your foot? He went, I don't know, because you was panicking. I didn't want to make it worse for you. <laughs> oh, it's so sweet though, isn't it? That, oh. you know, these things, Rob, one day someone will feel like that towards you. They should be salty and unsalty. And then we should have one where if you've met someone and you've absolutely panicked. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, well, it's just, we need another word for it, maybe. A sort of, um, well, it's the opposite of salt. Melted. It? Melted. Yeah, when salty, you've unsalted. Oh, sweet. Sweet. It's sweet, sweet. isn't it? It's sweet. It's sweet because you've melted. Yeah, so salty, unsalted. Do send in when you've absolutely panicked when you've met someone famous. You've massively sweeted it up when you've met yeah. someone famous. I don't know uh, why. Anyway, sorry, I was telling sorry, you about we, last Yeah, your, your so, family. I know I know it's going to be a stressful weekend because we've had to delay your the record for this because your daughter was being difficult getting to nursery. Yeah, she wouldn't yeah. put on her shoes and socks. And in the end, I called her bluff and took her in bare feet. Oh, God. That is proper East London. You've just stoned her. <laughs> I've just stoned her. Full Diana Vickers, Circa <laughs> X Factor. 
There was a comedian, Laura Lex, really good comedian. She used to, I don't know if she still does it, used to do gigs in bare feet. I don't know why, but it was a bit of an arty Edinburgh thing. But then I remember doing a gig of her in like Bournemouth and she went on and it was like one of them disgusting like Bournemouth uni gigs. And it was like, you can actually hear her feet like sticking to the floor. I was like, you've got, <laughs> oh, to, wear, you've got to wear shoes on the circuit. I don't, you know, yeah. it, it's a health and safety issue. <laughs> It's the first rule of comedy. You've got to wear shoes on the circuit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can go barefoot at Edinburgh whenever you want, but on the circuit, come on. Sorry, Josh, I'm overexcited. No, it's all right. It's all right. So we did Big Brother. Big Brother, what's it called? Why did I say that? Last Big leg. Fucking <laughs> hell, I'm tired. <laughs> so I left there at midnight. Uh, yeah. I'd had four bottles of beer, which isn't a lot of beer, no. but it's enough to affect you on when oh, this, the... Yeah. So then I'm in that's, the car. That's enough that you may have texted someone and forgot about it. Yeah, exactly. And then oh, you no. panic look the oh, mo- no. in the morning. What, what have I texted you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but uh, it took an hour to get home, which was way over what it should have taken. Oh, yeah. Which when you, you know that you're heading into a sleep situation is disastrous. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> just caught in Shoreditch, which is now full of people having a great Friday night, which You've is far You've got to worse. move out of East London, Josh. It's so, it, it must be so upsetting to it's watch cr- such happiness it's, in your it's current state. It's horrible to see such happiness, Rob. It's horrible. It must be awful to be so close to people loving life. It really, it really is the last thing I need. Well, Zone 5 is the best thing that's ever happened to my morale. <laughs> when I, you know, I do the school run, I see someone that's about to embark on an hour and a half commute into London. And I just think, thank God I sit in my little shed. And talk to Josh. <laughs> um, get home at one. Yep. Baby wakes up, more or less, not because of me, but more or less as I come in. So uh, that so he feeds till one twenty, and then he uh, wakes up again at three. Feeds till three twenty. Yep. Wakes up at five. Doesn't go back to sleep till six when my daughter wakes up. <laughs> and then it's into Saturday. And then your day starts. And then my day begins. Well, welcome to the weekend. Welcome to the weekend. <laughs> so you're just starting with no sleep, basically, aren't you, for the three, weekend? Three hours, 20, but broken into two bits. Three hours, 20. So are you are you up when Rose is feeding then to sort of help with, with the... Well, ba- I do move- the changes. Yep. Which go before the feeding, don't they? Because you've yep. got to do the change before the feeding. If you if you want any hope of the feeding leading to, leading to Cause sleep. Because you, you don't want them to get more milk drunk and then you're banging on a nappy. Yeah, exactly. Let's be honest. <laughs> Between me and you, you're both trying to justify not banging on the nappy in that situation. You're both trying to make an argument for, I'm sure he'll be fine. You've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got to do the change first. Otherwise, yeah. it's yeah. just a disaster. Yeah, That'd be enough. my first tip as a parent. Probably my only one, the way it's going. Um <laughs> So then also, sat- when the, I think a baby's like, you know, when you've got a flight and you've got to be up, flight's at 7am, you know, you've got to be up at half four. Whenever, and you, when you know that a baby's going to wake up again, you can never get to, you know, you oh, can't get to sleep. Awful. Just wait. awful. Yeah, you just can't. There's too much pressure on you. <laughs> um, he's a loud baby, Rob. He sleeps <laughs> so loudly. <laughs> he sleeps loudly. Honestly, mate. How does he sleep loudly? I reckon, well, you've got used to it now, but I reckon... It, it feels like he's woken up every 10 minutes, but he's just making noise in his sleep. Like what kind of noise? Can you give us a blast? Like a... Um, like a kind of... Like cat? a, like a like kind a of... The, the, no, like a, the groans of a baby that's waking up. Like a... Meh, kind of... Oh, but then... But fully asleep. Yeah. Fully asleep. My youngest is like that. She Even now, she'll sort of like talk in her sleep quite loudly. Yeah. And I used to moan like a, a trapped boy in my sleep, and I think yeah. I still do sometimes. But I don't normally... I'm, I'm asleep, I, I can tell you, but Lucy's a, a moan. Like, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's all of that going on. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Obviously, the house is the house is um, boiling hot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because it's it's high, isn't it? Your house, it's like a yeah. townhouse. Though we have moved the aircon into. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I had to get a builder to do it. It was too heavy for me. He was in the house anyway. He was putting a shower, uh, the glass in the shower. <laughs> oh, that's humiliating. Did you help him? Well, I said, could you help me with this? And then he just picked it up and did it on, on his own as if oh, to make no. a point. Oh, yeah. Josh. Oh, that, that's really horrible. Yeah. He was he was very polite about it, but he enjoyed the so moment. So when that happens, do your bollocks completely disappear? <laughs> or are they still there? <laughs> I wish they'd disappeared bloody 10 months ago, Rob. That's what I tell you. Am I right? Oh. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> oh, that is degrading, isn't it? It was very degrading. So Saturday was a real... It was a real challenge, a real test. Yeah. I've. Do you know what did cheer me up, Rob? What's that? In my situation. I got a text from Alice James. Yeah. This is tasty. Oh. So I'll just read you some highlights of his, uh, his attempts to get his son to sleep. How old is his son now? Two One. and a half. Two and a half. Steph has needed someone to lie down next to him for two hours to get to sleep. For about three weeks now. This is completely unsustainable. (laughs) Also, he is obsessed with the Euros, Ellis. So he's just laying there going, it's Ukraine, Netherlands, and Ukraine are getting the comeback. I said, can you look at your phone? He said, no. I count to 100 time and time again in my head. What is it? Surely headphoning at least. It's a combination of the two-year sleep regression and his room being so fucking hot. Yeah, I mean, in the, we've had, we had to buy new fans for the girls, and it is it's so hard to get a kid to sleep. One yeah. when it's hot, but also when it's so bright, and it's like it's uh, yeah, right it's till so nine bright. o'clock. They're like, it's morning. Yeah, why would I go to sleep? Are you are you insane? Well, one, they were really they were really tired the other day, right? Because they'd not been going to they've been going to bed about half eight nine every night and then they were knackered and they went to sleep at like six right we bathed them because they were just exhausted and then one of them woke up at nine and thought it was the morning <laughs> and she was like it's morning i was like it ain't it's it is look it's sunny well, i know it's sunny but it's not the morning it's the solstice oh my god <laughs> it's so hot it's so the days are so long i've, I've had to whip out the paddling pool yeah um, we've got which, to buy a new paddling pool I've got an absolute blinder. I got it from Costco. Yeah. It's only thirty quid, and it's got a little slide on it. It's got a dinosaur. Oh, but I, I, I um, was pumping it up, and as I was doing, I was so hot. So I was pumping up on Saturday, and as I was doing it, seven drops of sweat run off my nose at once, and I heard them hit the paddling pool. <laughs> and both the girls just started pissing themselves, laughing at me, and I was getting so stressed. And at one point, I said, "When you're older, you better tell your therapist about this. Things I've done." <laughs> I do do nice things. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. But I, I don't know what to do with the water, though, Josh, because it's... Uh, it, do you, you, you empty it every night, don't you? The paddling pool. Oh, do you, Rob? I know. I know <laughs> you've got to so say heavy. that because people are listening. But do you? Well, no. That's what I've been doing. But if it's too, it's so heavy, and there's a little oh, plug thing. Emptying a paddling but it pool is just impossible because <laughs> it's so heavy. And then once the water's going, it's going, and then you've just got a big wet patch in the middle of your lawn. Yeah, and then that's the only bit that's green, and the rest is yeah. Brown and beige from the sun. What? Yeah. What are you like in the sun, Rob? Because I'm obviously absolutely a, like. I was watching the England game yesterday, yeah. just thinking I wouldn't have a if I was a top level footballer. I wouldn't have an effing hope in this weather. Yeah, I know. I'd have to play. I'd, I'd just, I think I'd always just like play. I think that's why Trippier played left back because it was in the shade. Do you know what I said this myself, Rob? I said this myself. <laughs> Well, you'd play in the shade. I'm all right in the shade, but I'm not a sun work. On holiday, I'll sit in the sun because you just get sweaty and horrible, which is fine on holidays. You get in the sea and just wash the sweat off. Yeah. And then everyone leaves Spain with a fungal infection because they've not actually properly cleaned themselves. <laughs> it's so sticky. I'm 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 a mess in the heat. Well, so we had to send um, our eldest. He was dressing up for farm day. So all going his fancy, dre- fancy dress. Fancy yep. dress. Fancy, fancy dress. dress. Fancy yeah. dress. Fancy and, dress. Oh, also, my youngest says garage oh, instead Rob. of the garage. Is it in the garage? Oh, Ew. wow. Fancy um, dress in the garage. Fancy dress. So we sent her in, she, but it was a farming day, and she's got to dress as a farmer for end of year assembly, but she wanted to go to the, the fancy dress day as a, as a chick. So Lou made this amazing chick outfit. Um, as, in a, as in a young chicken, right? Yeah, not a funky chick. You're not using, like, street slang. No, just that's a chick. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She's like, she's got as a chick the, the animal. Yeah, and but I, what I realised was fancy dress is yeah. when if anyone goes, what's it like to be famous or known, like recognisable? Just wear fancy dress. That's what it's like. Because if you were, I was walking to school with a fancy dress, and I was, oh, look at you, yeah. oh, oh, and I like that. I was like, oh, this is, it's just like wearing fancy dress every day. People yes, just looking is. at you. That is true because it's like if you go on the tube. To a party, I mean, yeah, in, fa- in fancy dress, yeah. Um, there is that thing of you, you do that thing that w- I would do now, where you think if I just look down and I'm keeping my headphones and no one's gonna, no one's gonna talk to me, it's but fine. they will, they'll go, oh, vampire, yeah, the same yeah. way as they go to you, oh, last leg, yeah, exactly, and then a conversation exactly. starts, yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, that's what I'm really help it. How's your week been, Rob? Yeah, it's been all right, actually. It's been pretty good. The um, We uh, we went for a nice little... Because um, the kids weren't going to sleep, so we thought, why don't we just go and take them out for, like, a bit of dinner or something? So um, we we went to, like, his pub beer garden. It's perfect. It's all in the shade, and they've got this, like, play area, and we sat down and ordered a drink, and our girls just ran off, and they were both old enough and, like, capable enough to just be on the climbing thing. And me and Lou sat there. I was like, oh, my God. So someone's giving you the key to the city. Oh we just sat word. there. I was like, oh, so they're just going to play there while the food comes. And then they come and sit and eat it with us and run off and play again. Oh my God, Rob, what a life. It was like a real, like, just liberating. But then poor old Malcolm, she's the five year old, right, has lost the front two teeth. She's not had the front two teeth. As in falling out. Yeah, yeah, but no, but she knocked them out. She fell off a scooter two years ago, knocked out the front two teeth, yeah. And then 
two bottom teeth have fallen out naturally, and then <gasps> one at the bottom's growing, but completely the wrong direction oh, that, no. that you'd want a tooth. Like, oh, no. Like the back teeth of a Is shark. Is that because it hasn't got any friends to kind of keep it on the straight and narrow? <laughs> yeah, friends. That's um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think when they all come through, they all straighten up, and then you, you mm. know. But So I think they all got, come in funny angles. So she's got one down the middle, and then she was on this swing in the park thing, and then I heard just this, like, doomph. Right, she fell off the swing and landed face down like starfish, and she was wearing a white school PE top, completely covered in black from like the bark. Right, <laughs> it looked like someone had t- tar and feathered her. Right, and then she come over and another one in her front's wobbly. No, she's got the mouth of a crack addict. Oh mate, what age are you meant to lose your teeth? It's very early, isn't it? Well, yeah, like, they, yeah, yeah so, just all accident based. Well, yeah, so she's lost three at the top, accident based, and then two at the bottom, just unnatural. Can she be trusted with the normal ones that are gonna come come oh, through? Um, God knows, but we'll see what come through. And if, if she's got my genes, they'll be rock solid, and she'll have to go <laughs> some. I've, also, I think all baby teeth are because they are built to sort of fall out. Yeah, they are. They're not really as they don't take a lot to, to sort of fall out. But yeah, it's not it's not ideal though. But yeah, what else is happening in, uh, this week? Um, not much. Yes, yeah, sort of the back of the swimming's all good. It's quite. It's pretty good actually. There's sort of um, like being out there, both being out to play in the paddling pool. Your life's good. Life's pretty good. I, I did have a. My daughter does demand three different drinks at dinner. Oh yeah, what are like they? Milk, water, and squash. Milk, water, and squash. And I'm sort of just doing it. Um, oh, yeah, that was. That's... She's got a thing about my food being smelly. The three year old. Yeah. So I had, a, just, it was like a burger, a burger with salad, right? Trying Still trying to do no carbs, right? And she's yeah. like, oh, your dinner's stinky. She went, go away, sit somewhere else. I went, no. I was like, yeah, I'm sitting you... here. If you don't like it, you move. She went, all right. She moved her entire, all her stuff to the other side of the table. <laughs> you have got a daughter that hates you, Rob. She's just got a lot of sass about her. Also, she is sass. she's got the same size sass. feet as the five-year-old. No. Yeah. You've got a sassy little daughter, Rob. I've got a sassy big-footed daughter. Sassy big-footed, yeah, sassy big that, daughter. And they've been st- foot stamping when they're when we're arguing. You know, like you say, you can't do that. Oh, Hands yeah. on hips and foot stamping. Oh wow. And we've got now an immediate timeout foot stamp policy. Have you? Yeah. So where do they go? Sit on a step. Yeah, they just went the time out step because we're not having that. But also, we've had to whip out the old um, uh, jar, the pom pom jar of destiny, because oh, it's the, back. Res- the respect level from the three year old. She's proper three na- three nager, always whinging, always moaning about absolutely everything. And yeah. this ain't right, that ain't right. So we just sort of we're laying the smack down a little bit. We've let her get off with all. She's tired because it's hot, but then it gets to a point where like you're being a prick. Yeah, get I the pom poms out. I think we've been very lax, Rob. I, I think I think everyone is in the heat, Josh. And yeah. also, you don't want to be too harsh on her because you've got the new baby. You don't want her to feel like she's it's not. Her so fault. why was she kicking off about her shoes? Because this is the this is the war zone, Rob. She's good with sleep. She's fine, okay with food as long as it's one of about three foods she'll eat, which is fine. Okay. Do you know what, Rob? Food, if that's the only food she's offered. She eats good food at nursery. That buys me the guilt of the shit food she eats at home. Right, if, exactly. So that's what we did because that we waited for our eldest to go to school and then like, rather than trying to force her to be adventurous, they start being adventurous because they see other kids eating yeah, stuff. totally. So you're better off like letting them find their own way rather than going, you've got to eat this broccoli. Yeah, you know exactly, I mean? exactly. So she does so think, that. As so, long as she's eating one good meal a day. Exactly, you know. Rob. They have, they have they have all three meals at nursery, mate. 
Oh, oh yeah, all three, yeah, because they're in all like, yeah, exactly. So she's eating well. She's eating yeah. well at nursery. So even if she's eating shit at the weekend. She's eating better than you. She's eating far better than me, Rob. I haven't eaten yet today. Really? Yeah, well, I, I'm not fasting. I just haven't got any food. It's that simple. <laughs> it's, a, it's old school fasting. Our fridge though. is completely full. But there's nothing to eat. Oh, really? One of them? It's one of them, Fru- Rob. Got froobs. Froobs. Yeah. And a, and a, kill for a froob, Rob. In, innocent smoothie and a cheese string. Oh, mate. What I'd a start of the day. kill for that. Um, so what was I saying on this? Uh, no, yeah, we fight over clothes. That's the... She's just very, very picky over clothes. Oh, right. Okay. To the point where it's doing my head in. But what can I do, Rob? It's a power thing, isn't it? It's a power well, you, thing. I think calling her bluff with barefoot to school is a good one. Yeah, called her bluff earlier, said I was going to throw her socks in the bin. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, I think they sometimes they want to wear more clothes. You can't explain to a child that it's 8am and it's cloudy, but it's going to be 30 degrees, so get this fucking dress on or you'll be sweaty and you'll come home hot and tired. Exactly, Rob. She said she wouldn't wear her socks. I said, well, we don't need them anymore. I'll throw them in the bin. Then she flipped out about that. I'll be honest, Rob. I didn't show myself in the best light this morning, but there no, we go. did you lose it? No, I didn't lose it, but I, I wouldn't say I was a laugh. So what's, how did you watch? Did you watch the England game? What's your setup with the kids in the England game and the Euros? Because this is quite key. I was holding a baby as England scored, Rob. Right. It's not ideal, is it? It was awful. <laughs> a sleepy because, baby? Because you just have to stay silent. <laughs> you just have to, comp- it's like you have to just, just maintain a dignified silence when you want to just... The shout that we're going to win the European Championships. <laughs> you want to scream it's coming home, but the baby's sleeping. Exactly. So we booked in a uh, babysitter to come, because we were having people around and we were like, we'll book in a babysitter. Then she can... That can sort of be on top of the baby yeah. so you can enjoy your afternoon. Exactly. Okay, that's a nice idea. Yeah. So she couldn't come. <laughs> with an hour's notice. You panicked and tried to text her an hour before the England game. Oh, no, no, no. So she'd, she'd agreed to come the morning. Oh, but she, she had something else yeah, come up. Yeah, she had something else come up. So basically then I was I was doing colouring with my daughter during the first half, Rob. Oh, that, no, that, no, no. It was painful. Cause you've got to, you've got to take a stronger line on this, Josh. I need to take a stronger line. Well, you luckily, can't do it. You can't. What are you doing for the Scotland-England game? Oh, you're on telly? Uh, last you're night. Be at the- so, and then Czech Republic's in the evening. Yep, so the kids should be a bed or something. Yeah. Yep. The final's in the evening, so I'll be fine for England in the final. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, don't worry about the final. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Can I tell you my setup? Oh, do I want to hear this? <laughs> no. Right. Sitting so, in a hot tub. <laughs> no, it was too hot for the hot tub. Oh, for no. God's sake. <laughs> oh, this right. So Lou, Lou went, oh, what are you doing on Sunday? This was earlier in the week, right? And Lou's not really a bit oblivious when the Euros are on. What are you doing on Sunday? I went, um, why? She went, well, um, my family, so basically her sister and her sister's boyfriend live near Brockwell Park in South yeah. London. Really nice park. Um, but it's a bit of a mission to get to because it's about a 45 minute drive from where we are. Park is a nightmare. Or you drive to a train station, get on a 10 minute train, and then you've got to walk to the park, which is still a bit of a nightmare with kids when it's hot, right? So she went, we're going to go to the picnic with my sister or her boyfriend, my mum and dad, and my other sister and their baby and the two kids and I said off the bat I'm not going <laughs> right yeah I, I'm not going she went, why not I went because I think it's going to be too hot for the kids it's a nightmare they don't really care that much it's going to be 30 degrees just let them play in the paneling pool England are on I'm going to sit and watch the England game uh, and she went and, and I don't want to be driving for two hours across London on a hot day and, all that. and then she went okay well I'll take them on my own then and I was oh like, my God, Rob, you lucky bastard. Have worked out better. You've got to be so, kidding me. At 11am, 
Lou's mum and dad come and picked up Lou and the two kids and drove them to a station. Got they got the train. I went to the park, and they were there till like five o'clock. Oh, why is your life so good? <laughs> what mainly because it, the kids are easier. Yeah. Because if the kids were your kids' age, that would not have happened, and Lou, I would have been sat in my garden holding a baby. So that's more of what yeah. it is. Um, and also, we and Lou have got this thing. So also on the Saturday, so Lou had the kids all day, but on Saturday, I had the kids all day. I took them around to my brothers in the morning to play in the paddling pool with their cousins, and then I came back. And my mate come around. We watched the Wales game in the garden. And I put the paddling pool up. I had the kids all day. Lou come back about six, right? So yeah. this, I think, is what keeps us sane yeah. is that as much as we do family time, we do lots of family time. We also do your like time alone with the kids yeah. so that the other parent can yeah. have their, it's hard for you guys because the new baby's so young and we didn't yeah. do it that much when we had young kids. But in two years, my relationship will be back, back to normality. Yeah, exactly. But by Lou having that whole day on her own with her friends, going out for a bit of lunch and getting her nails done and me having the kids all day, when she had them on the Sunday, she wasn't like annoyed or resentful. Yeah. And I, on Saturday, I'll be like, right, I can have a chill Sunday. I'd rather than as uh, both being exhausted all weekend. You chilled on Sunday, Rob, like Craig David. I, I chilled on, I pulled, I pulled a Craig David. I went, you go for a picnic with your family. <laughs> and also, the truth is, like, as much as I love my in-laws, they, they don't care if I go or not. They want yeah. to see their grandkids and their daughter. Exactly. Do you know what exactly. I mean? So, and I, I get on with them and they're nice. And the same with my family. You know, it's, you don't ha- I think sometimes that pressure of keeping up expectations of, oh, it would be rude or impolite for me not to go. You sort of go, yeah, but then you've got to balance up enjoying your weekend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because having your own time, is you need that. I, I totally agree, Rob. Let me Let so, me put that in perspective with what my existence is like. Okay. I just looked across the room and saw a half-eaten bag of mini cheddars and thought, I don't know how long that's been there, but could I just eat that for breakfast? I, I think you can. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to judge you, Josh. That's that's the way... Well, I'm going to have one now. That's the way I'm feeling. I like Saturday morning, three and a half hours sleep, Rob. Yep. Had to unblock a toilet. We've got a block toilet. Did you ask the builder or did you do it? Did it myself. Yep. Failed. <laughs> I tried to do it once and then I broke it. Plumber came this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Plumber came this <laughs> So I'm failing to unblock a toilet at 10 a.m. on three and a half hours sleep. I then took my daughter out to the park where we met, I met friends, right? Yeah. Uh, and to give Rose some break just to chill out. How many people did you see just sat on uh, picnic blankets drinking cider? Yeah, just everyone's having a great time in Victoria Park. It's it's a it's a party park. That's one of the problems. It's yeah. a party park. B- laughing gas, <laughs> <laughs> laughing gas all over the bloody shop, mate. Kicking through the canisters on the floor. Honestly, like, mate, yeah. there's some people smoking weed in that park. I don't want to. I don't want to point fingers, oh. but I've I've smelled like, it. T- bloody Woodstock. <laughs> it's like bloody Woodstock, mate. Um, and so then went for lunch with my friends to just k- k- get my daughter out of the house as long as possible. When I got home, our baby had refused to go down and sleep without being on Rose. So Rose had spent oh, so four hot. hours so hot. basically holding a hot water bottle, unable to go for the shower that she oh. wanted to have and was the reason I'd gone out. Oh, in, and, she, and she was going to get it when he was asleep. Oh, Yeah, and he just wouldn't go to sleep except on her. I mean, well, did you try and then but still crying for her? No, no, he, so he'd go to sleep on a human, but she was the only human in the house. So actually me going out meant that she was absolutely stuck with the baby for yeah, the whole morning. 
Oh no! And you think like you've done a favour by not being at being there and yeah, just giving her some chill exactly. time, but no. In, in fact, I've you, given you her, made it worse. I've given her a complete hospital pass. That's what I've given her. <laughs> then I'm being trolled, by the way, Rob. Oh, who's trolling you? A historian. <laughs> so this is I'm ready for some of the most stiff-necked beef I've ever heard. So why, why are they trolling you? I get a letter in the post, Rob. It's a jiffy bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see it's from off uh, off the curb, which is my agent, right? Yeah. So it's been sent to them, and they forwarded it on. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago when I was uh, sounding off about seeing the top ten Sunday Times bestseller list? Yeah. And I said, "There's even a book in there just called The Anglo Saxons." <laughs> yeah. So I opened the jiffy bag. It's only the fucking Anglo Saxons hardback book. <laughs> Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily... Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. He's going to stay in that list now that we yeah, keep going to Deservedly so. Mark Morris. He's, he's, he's sent me a letter. Oh, that's he's great banter from Mark Morris. Great banter from Mark Morris. Uh, dear Josh, say? I wanted to call it Reading Beowulf Twice a Day because my book's called Watching Neighbours Twice a Day. <laughs> nice, yeah. But the publishers insisted on a more prosaic title. Good luck with your own book in September. Number six is the position to beat. All the best, Mark. Oh, that's lovely. Fair play to him. We've I, got a, you've got to beat the Anglo-Saxons. Well, I, I, I'm, I was absolutely, you know, up for that. I'm up mm. for that, right? I would be confident of this, Rob. Yeah. My publisher, my editor, he listens yeah. to our podcast, Rob, oh, occasionally. Right, yeah. 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 As does your editor, who's his friend, right? Yours yeah. listens more than he does because he always says, my mate said, uh, that, said this from the podcast. I'm like, it's your duty as well, mate. Anyway. <laughs> He's due diligence, mate. Yeah, Come due on. diligence. At I'm, least I'm, till September, and then you can let me yeah, get run exactly. free. Exactly, mate. I'm trying also, to Josh, Josh I'm so excited about the mental stiff deck events I'm going to have to go to to talk about my book. Because I'm worried because they'll go like, oh, pick your favourite book and then we'll talk about your book. Oh. I'm like, I can't, you know, talk Bring Hard Bastards by Kate Cray. <laughs> Just because you write a book, that means you read them. You know what I mean? So Mark Morris obviously is trolling me. He's, he's yeah. said you, got, you need to beat number six, right? So that my publisher, he said, I listened to your podcast a couple of weeks ago. I've got some bad news for you. Yeah. You're not going to make the top 10. Oh. I'm like, what? Wow. He's okay. like, he said, I should warn you. I don't think you're going to make the top 10 because you're out in September. All of the books are out at that point. If you wanted to make the top 10, you need to go out now. I'm like, well, you made the bloody decision <laughs> when to release it, man. <laughs> I didn't go, I want to be out in September when it's basically fucking... You know, like competing. Holly Willoughby's there. Yeah, he was. He was like, you know, what's going to happen? The hinges are going to. The hinges. <laughs> How are the hinges a bigger meal ticket than I am? 
<laughs> mate, the hinges are so much bigger than you. I don't even know who the fucking hinges are, mate. <laughs> they are mega. First they beat us in the podcast charts, and now they're knocking me out of the Sunday Times bestseller list with their book that he doesn't even know if it existed. He was just using it as an example. <laughs> But isn't the process of writing a book and, you know, the people that read it and it connects with the bigger prize? Do you have to be in a top ten, Josh? Just if anyone's thinking it, please don't send me any more copies of the Anglo-Saxons. I don't need them. Is your your voice all right? I haven't eaten or had anything to drink today and I ran back from nursery. You're on fumes, boy. I am You're on fumes. You're living on fumes. And I, I've got someone who's more tired than you, Josh, because we, we, we asked oh, yeah, other yeah. people that are more tired. I thought it was quite a good one to read. Her. This one's from Hannah Dawkins on... Um, Instagram, tired in capitals. Oh, I feel for you, Josh, but I'm going to try and top you. I have a 16-month-old who people have people have referred to as very fast and inquisitive and having oh. good lungs. Oh. Um, she still gets up one to two times a night to play and will be up at 5 a.m. on the dot. I'm also 26 weeks pregnant and oh. I work three 12 and a half hours a week as a midwife. I currently have sinusitis, low iron levels, and I cry at a good cup of TV. But on the escaping front, I often leave early to go to work so I can have a cup of breakfast quietly before I shift. So she's working the system to her advantage. But yeah, Hannah's very tired. Midwife, pregnant, and a 16-month-old keep waking up. So you're not on your own, Josh. There's other tired people out there. It's weird, isn't it? Because I've realised in the last few weeks how much tiredness is the key to if you're not tired. Any, anything, anything. Yeah. If you're trying to be a parent, you're trying to diet, you're trying to do exercise, you're trying to do well at work, go have a meeting, sleep's so important. It's so, do you know what? It's underrated, if anything. It's so good, sleeping. It is. It's really good. And I miss it. Yeah, but you'll get it back, Josh. I it's will. just a, a, a blip. Anyway, well, we're gonna. Well, this is this is a great time to talk about it. We're having a little break from the podcast, aren't we, yes. Josh? We're gonna, for you and Rose yeah. to try and recover. Um, we're having a little uh, end of series break. Um, we're going to put out some best of episodes, but we'll be, so we'll we be won't back. be away. There will be, to be honest, content that is funnier than all the normal episodes. Yes, we're going to have some best of episodes that are going to be coming out for the next couple of weeks, and we'll we'll be back after the Euros, won't yes, we? Yes, we're just going to have a little break to a uh, little get your, summer get break. Get your life in order. Get my life in order. I need it. Yes, um, but we're going to come back with a new name. We are going to come back with a new name. So why, where do we stand with the new name, Rob? No. So basically, the plan was to call it Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe's Parenting Podcast, but everyone was quite anti that. Yeah, it's a little quite bit too stiff neck. So a little bit dry. We're thinking about the common consensus is we've had a few choices. Everyday Parenting Hell, the Parenting Podcast with Rob and Josh, the Podfathers, Parental Misguidance, Parenting Unlocked, Stiff Neck, Loose Neck, Josh and Rob's Parenting Podcast featuring Sexy Michael's voice to please the mothers. I think Michael's <laughs> just put that in. I don't think anyone's asked for that. Um, but well, I think we're just going to drop the lockdown and keep the hell. Yeah. We'll drop, so it's Rob Beckett, Josh Widdicombe's Parenting Hell. Yes. And so when we come back, we'll have dropped the lockdown. And um, hopefully as well, I think they are I think they are postponing Freedom Day, but hopefully it shouldn't be for too long. So lockdown, I think, hopefully it should be a thing of the past. And we yes. can just be parenting hell. Isn't that exciting, Josh? We'll be coming back with more great guests. We just we just needed a mid-year break, didn't we, Rob? Yes. Basically, that's and what we And then we'll need. have loads more guests. Let us know. Please uh, request guests because we're going to try and do a lot of um, block recording in the time off so yeah. we can get... Get loads of guests if you've got any contact details for them that'd be great yeah any people you want on the show let us know those suggestions and we can try and track them down yeah uh right josh i've got more people that are more tired than you here go um, on this is sarah 
on the shit sleep competition. My kid is just about to turn three. Never slept through. Fuck. Still wakes three times a night. This is what terrifies me, Rob. Well, I'm well. This poor Sarah's. I'm on my own with him. I haven't slept for more than three hours at a time for three point five years, as I oh, couldn't sleep word. when I was pregnant, as I had to pee constantly. Do I win? I mean, I, Sarah. Oh my word! Yes, I think you're winning at the moment, Sarah. That is that is full on. Like this is people get so used to it. Yeah. So I text our friends. Um, They've got a child. He's two and a half. He's not. He's never been a good sleeper. Yeah, and he's been ill this weekend. So we texted them this morning. Said, um, "How was last night?" And they said, "Not bad, actually." Um, he woke up at four forty and uh, didn't go back to sleep, but not bad. And you're like, imagine getting to the point where that is not bad. <laughs> yeah. Imagine in your life waking up at four forty, and that being the start of your day, and thinking, "I'd take that." I mean, yeah, well, yeah, it's it is brutal, but it's temporary, Josh. It's it is temporary. temporary. It's temporary. It is temporary. It's just, um, I've got an idiot tax message here. Yeah, idiot taxes. We old dad said a thousand pounds a year you can put aside for being an idiot, so you're not too harsh yeah. on yourself when you do make mistakes. Yeah, which I think is a very good uh, self care method. Um, hi, Josh and Rob, obsessed with the podcast. Has had me howling with laughter every week, and I just wish it was around when I was in the newborn trenches, as it would have made those long nights more bearable. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I, I do think that this is a great podcast for those horrible middle of the night uh, feeds. Anyway, just wanted to say the acceptance Maybe of idiot tax. We can't listen to podcasts. They're with headphones in. Is baby still too loud? He's just... Uh, Rob. <laughs> I, we just don't. We just sit in silence. <laughs> Rose, I'd say, when Rose is feeding at 3am, she has the eyes of someone who's come back from Vietnam. <laughs> just looking, looking straight ahead. <laughs> it was like the Paul McCaffrey one last week. We yeah. had to edit out so much stuff when he was so tired. He was just going, yeah, um... And then just stopped, didn't he? Yeah. It's, it's like, you're up, Paul. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is idiot tax. And this sorry, is, uh, sorry, sorry. No. Um, I just wanted to say the acceptance of idiot tax has changed my life. Today, I got a Tesco delivery of a full crate of Prosecco and six packs of floor wipes from Tesco. Confused, I then realised I'd booked a slot and stuck some random items on <laughs> I did not need with the intention to change it later. <laughs> Because you have to put stuff in there to yeah. keep your slot. Yeah. But I never did <laughs> I never did change phenomenal. the order due to toddler tightness and general high mental oh, load so at the moment. Anyway, whilst usually I would have been really pissed off myself for wasting 50 quid, I found myself smiling and saying, oh, well, idiot tax. Game changer. Yes. Thank you, Francesca. That, it is a great one. Send your idiot tax emails in. I love idiot tax. It's one of it's it's such a liberating thing because you can be so hard on yourself unnecessarily, you know. Yeah. Also, you know that prosecco, you'll drink it over the summer at some point. Put it in the fridge. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Whereas the plunger um, I bought on Amazon that didn't unplot the toilet is a complete waste of time. Oh right, do you want another uh, Instagram? Yeah. And then we'll uh, do a small business shout out. Uh, okay. Rob, 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 Rob. An easy win for swimming. I enjoyed that. I don't know. This is from, yeah. that's from Slightly annoyed. I, I'd say I'd be slightly annoyed if every email started like that. Yeah. There's no Josh involved here at all, but it is about me and my kids swimming. So this is from Pasty Man Dan. Pasty Man Dan. Rob, 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 dot, 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 Rob. As uh, an easy win for swimming, get both girls changed at home in their swimsuits, hats, and goggles. Then Ooh. chuck on a onesie 
and easy slip on and off shoes. I do this and it makes swimming drop off so much easier. Arrive, no need for a cubicle. Shoes off, onesie off, pass them to the teacher. You are welcome, my fellow gooner. Love the pod chaps. Keep up the good work. Thank you, pasty man Dan. Speaking as a swimmer, a parent, swimming parent, Rob, does that yeah. sound like a realistic thing that you'll be implementing into your life? Yes, it does. And I think as well, you, if we got like a sort of onesie that was like a, a towel type of material, so that then rather, you know, like, so that you, then you could put them in it when they get out and it almost like dries them off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I'm going to try and find a toweling type um, onesie. So I've got them little towels, like the hoods that wraps around them. They don't yeah. really cover them up enough. Um, yes. So yeah, that is a good, that's a good shout. I'll, I'll try that. Any more, any more? This one. Never mind Danish schools and frozen animals. I was in Russia's Impo- Imperial War Museum in the Kalashnikov room. Yeah. Oh, bloody the hell. The whole class of Russian school kids watching a man strip down and reassemble a Kalashnikov. <laughs> they were about nine and ten years old and totally taking it in their stride. Mad Russian bastards. I'm going to say it, Rob. Yep. We're in trouble. Western oh. democracy is in yeah. trouble. Well, yeah, especially like 10-year-olds can strip back an AK-47. <laughs> um, right, Josh, small business shout-outs. Let's go. Let's let's do this. Right, shall I go first, Rob? Yes, please. Hello, Josh and Rob, 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 Rob. Firstly. <laughs> oh, I like it. You're still on fire. You've not eaten a drink. You're nil by mouth, but you're firing on all cylinders, Josh. Oh, God, mate. I am. I am. All right. Firstly, thank you so much for the podcast. Yeah, you lost it a bit there. I, I think you should just, just take it. Just take it. I'm, up, I'm up and down. Um, <laughs> firstly, thank like you. Dodge coin, this guy. <laughs> firstly, thank you so much for the podcast. It's genuinely made this year a lot less shit for me and is high on my lockdown survival list. I wanted to let you know about the small business my cousin Katie started last year whilst on furlough. It's called Baby Eats Out and is a service that helps parents find baby-friendly places to eat out. Oh, that's good. That's that is good. useful. Yep. The symbol scoring system lets people find out if the eatery has changing facilities, high chairs, and kids' menus, as well as showing that staff are happy to support breastfeeding and bottle feeding. It's bloody brilliant. It's on Instagram at underscore baby eats out. That's underscore baby eats out. Lots of restaurants have already signed up, have their baby eats out stickers up in their windows. She's worked so hard on this. I'd love it to be a real success. Thanks for making me laugh at a time when laughs can be hard to come by. Anna Farmer. Nice. Uh, that is a great idea because yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's another one of my phrases, isn't it? A prop- yeah, I think so. Oh, that God. and death to the West. Death to the West. Yeah, I know. But I am winning on that one. Um, at <laughs> underscore baby eats out. Um, yeah, that, that is good because the amount of time you go to someone who's a bit cool and trendy and they haven't got any baby seats or no baby food and oh, it's a nightmare. Oh, in East London, mate. Kai chairs, that's what they're called, baby seats. God, yeah, it's, ve- already. it's very difficult in So East not London. my scene anymore. They can sit on chairs, my kids. Anyway, here we go. Hi, guys. Great podcast. Thanks for your help in getting us all through this ruddy nightmare. If you don't... That's so British. This ruddy nightmare. This ruddy nightmare. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you don't have any other requests from people trying to pedal cufflinks in a time when no one is even wearing a suit, let alone fancy shirt that requires cufflinks, then here I am. <laughs> oh, that is a great start to the email. Oh, that one. Let me get that. I didn't... <laughs> In a time when no one is wearing a suit, let alone a fancy shirt that requires cufflinks, here I am. Good on you, mate. Anyway, I sell slash make cufflinks and badges featuring micro machines, posh Monopoly pieces and other board games items on my Etsy shop, Cool Car Cuffs. And that's C-U-F-F-S for cuffs, dot Etsy.com. 
If you guys ever need any fancy, unique cufflinks for your stand-up shows, awards, ceremonies, weddings, bar mars, funerals, court appearance, etc., then I would gladly send you some for free. No, we don't want them for free. Well, you, you sell them, mate. Anyway, these are really cool cufflinks, and they're, you can see on his Etsy shop. Did he leave a name? He didn't leave a name. He didn't leave a name. Well, Anyways, I'll the- tell you what, he's written the funniest email we've had in a... That's yes. a, a lovely piece of writing. Someone, but Also, Father's Day coming up. Cufflinks, great present yes. for Father's a dad. Father's Day coming up. Um, so uh, yeah, they're, they're really cool. He's got like yeah, nice little like minis and but the uh, the Batmobile and stuff like that, little cufflinks and Star Wars ones. Those are really cool. Two bits. great businesses. To oh, end one of them are like the Monopoly series. pieces. They look really oh. cool. Yeah. So that is cool who are you in the Monopoly, Rob? Who do you play as? Etsy.com. I like the dog. Yeah, I like the dog as well. Yeah, I like I'm the, the dog. dog. I'm the dog. Um, thanks very much, people. And uh, we'll be back after the Euros, um, end of June, beginning of July. We'll announce on Instagram exactly when. But also between now and then, we will be uh, yeah putting out some best ofs for you to enjoy. Also, they're quite a good thing to maybe send to people that you want to get on board you know, and, and become It's become a great listeners. way to start listening to the show is the best exactly. of, I'd say. So that would be very helpful if you could share those best of episodes with your friends and family to get them on board for when we come back with Series 3. Yes. Um, anyway, well, Josh, have a nice rest and enjoy some lovely time. This is your technically your paternity leave with yes. your child and uh, your children. And uh, we'll see you and we'll see... Oh, God, I've run, I've run out of steam. <laughs> Perfect end. This is what happens to me. I'm, I'm, I'm on or off. It's the perfect end. See you soon for series three, and we'll drop the lockdown. Bye. Bye.